you know, the J-League's probably, well, it's the most respected uh, uh, club competition, if you like, in, in Asia. So I don't think it's possible to compare. Uh, clearly, there's, there's, there's things, if you look at the, you know, the development of players and the academy system and the, the university system, clearly there's uh, things immediately off the bat there that, um, that we could look at and, and, and take some pointers off. But the countries are so different as well. Uh, and you know you're going from one competition where there is no salary cap, where um, uh, and all those type of things, to one where there is the number of players, and uh, it's 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 almost impossible to compare. Here we go with another episode of the Four Man Wall, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Jashan, coming at you, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, from Melbourne's inner west. Oh my goodness. And not joining me today because he's at the tennis working his little tushy off is Andy Gibson. So the second voice you're going to hear is that of a man who was practicing his Italian right before this pod on Twitter. He's NPL player Oz Scopes, but here he is Damon Serra. Yes. Good evening, everyone. Uh, Say that yeah, it's a twenty-eight day streak on the Duolingo for me. Uh, it's it's a tough, it's a tough, uh, yeah, it's tough going. But uh, someone's got to do it. Say something in Italian. Come on, flex it. Uh, no. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, but yeah, that was a good pronunciation of no in Italian. Yep, yep, yep. Right the VCE, hey, hey, hey. Am I wrong? <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, and last but not least, he does not know how to use the bookmark function on his computer. It's Nicholas. Oh, thank you, Jashan, for the lovely introduction. I just want to say bookmarks are a waste of time. If you know how to find something, you don't need a bookmark. The only... But you don't know how to find it. All you do is you keep messaging the group chat saying, oh, can I have the Google Doc, please? I'll, I'll, fill, I'll, fill, in, I'll fill in our uh, listenership of... Um, um, we, have a, we have a Google Doc run sheet, which uh, we, it's the same one. It's a very long document now. We've been using it for 12 weeks. But I get a flack because every time I ask. Now, if I type in the name yep. of the, the run sheet, it comes up automatically. It wasn't in the past. I was on the train home, just, you know, he, just, you know, wanted to contribute a bit just before the podcast. You know, while I had some dead time on the train. Even if I did bookmark it, I wouldn't be able to get it easily on my phone. I was just asking for the link. You know, this is outrageous. I just want to have a good contribution to the podcast. And now I'm here with the fellas, and I get reminded of this shit as soon as we hit record. That's it. I've had enough. You know what? I'm the host now. Deshaun, take us away. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thanks. As the host, you've thrown to me to be the host. I like yeah, it. I, I like that move. <laughs> Let's get started into it. It was a solid uh, weekend of A-League football there. Uh, a few fun games. And uh, as we like to do on the show, we like to kind of start off with the, the most, I uh, guess, entertaining game or most impactful or most important game and go from there, which is exactly what we're going to do today. Now, the under-13s boys and girls futsal championship finals were held last Friday. Fellas, crazy stuff. Mad scenes. In the girls, we had Queensland playing Victoria. In the boys, we had Queensland playing New South Wales. Now, do you reckon that Queensland won either of the finals that they qualified for? No. Yes. Oh, Damo's got faith. Damo, 
your faith was misplaced because, <laughs> of course, Queensland put it all together, looking dominant in their run in both categories, and then failed to make it happen at the last hurdle. The girls, they lost in penalties, heartbreaking scenes, and the Queensland boys... To Victoria. To Victoria, that's right, to Victoria. And the Queensland boys lost in extra time 6-4 to New South Wales. Shocking stuff. And can I just say, my cousin, who had scored a hat-trick in the semi-final to get Queensland there, was only given eight minutes of a possible 48 minutes of game time. Absolutely that is, livid. That is absolutely Well, I'd just like to say, Queensland, the Queensland under-19 girls, you know, had, had a great team, but you really can't go... No, it's under-13. Under-13. Had a really great team, but you just can't fault the the effort of Victorian keeper, you know, Emma Brady. She's just, you know, really great at um covering her ground in the in the defensive third, you know, really great promising effort. And uh, I've actually yeah. been expecting a lot of her, you know, possible Matildas cap, you know, to replace uh Tia you know. Nice, great That's chat. It. I don't know, um yeah, well it's a very good point you make, though. Uh, futsal is one of the main, I suppose, ingredients that many would say contributes to a successful football player. Mm, Roger White. And the, the more <laughs> exactly, and the more people, the more kids that go up playing futsal, and then transferring those same skills to the football field itself. That's it. Just genuinely just look like better footballers. Mm. And we've we've been saying it for ages that futsal needs to become a part of the curriculum. Yeah. It was good to see. Uh, There there was a little bit of um, coverage of the... uh, what were they? Was it like a... It's a state... Like it's a national futsal championship, a, basically. So it was the national futsal to, uh, championship. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Good to see that um, it's being covered and good to see that people were uh, getting around it. It was a solid crowd, actually. I mean, a lot of it were just you know, families of the kids, but... Um, oh, as, as they normally are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, like, they, they played in the, uh, the, the arena that the Vixens play at, the netball team. Yep. And they nearly filled it up, so not oh, too bad at all. Yeah, that's a rival MacArthur crowd. Hey, hey, they get, they got four and a half thousand into the MacArthur game on the weekend against Central Coast, which doesn't sound a lot, but that is more than their average of three thousand. Um, and I, I'm happy to start off with that game, boys. Central Coast versus MacArthur. Unless you want to start off with someone, something else, fellas. Nah. No way. Hell yeah, let's get stuck into it. The Cumdingo, Jason Cummings, he's got five goals in seven games. The man's unstoppable. Yeah. If he had, if, if, if half of his goals obviously weren't disallowed, yes. he would good point. actually have ten goals. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> That's a very, very good point. Uh, did you watch this game, Damon? What did you think of the no, performance? No, I, I actually didn't watch this game. Mm. And I didn't watch the highlights. <laughs> and... I know. You've got absolutely Incredible. nothing to provide I here. Have, I have nothing to provide apart from... Uh, yeah, you're right, I don't... Nothing, absolutely nothing. nothing. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a couple of dot points. So, yeah, Daniel Azani provided a lot of spark for MacArthur when he came on. Um, nearly dragged him back into the game. Cumdinger was great. 
uh, Tulio scored. I think him and him and Cummings have kind of built a really nice partnership over the past few weeks in Quall's absent, I've found. Um, Silvera was good, as usual. It, it was a solid game. It was it was back and forth, lots of chances. The the referee basically went with the strategy of just I won't pay anything, and I'll just let the guys play, which you know worked. But also you did see a lot of pretty shocking challenges go uh, unchecked, which is a shame and, and did lead to a couple of minor injuries to Sammy Silvera, etc. Uh, Nick, what did you make of the refereeing? Did you think it was a bit problematic, or was it kind of just more in the spirit of a free-flowing game? I have no opinions on the refereeing. Not for this game, at least. You caught me out here. Oh, damn. All right, fine. We'll move on from the refereeing. What did you make of the actual game, the actual football? Oh, well, I feel like uh, Central Coast started off on the right foot. MacArthur definitely had their chances. Uh, Central Coast definitely deserved the three points. Uh, MacArthur lacked a bit of poise and uh, polish on their chances. Uh, they could have easily got in a second on multiple occasions. They could have argued they could have won it, but Central Coast overall uh, seemed to have uh, most of the control in the game in terms of tempo and posi- uh, possession, and they were definitely uh, deserving of their two goals, albeit of a Tommy Uzcock uh, mistake. Mm. Almost, uh, almost. I thought I was watching Leo Lacroix for a second, but uh, <laughs> that's not be too. That's not be too hard. on it was cocky. It's just a one-off. It seems. Um, so yeah, it, it, it was so. good. Um, some names that you haven't seen on the score sheet for a while. Like oh. uh, Dingo, first goal away from home this season, uh, according to the commentary, and oh. yeah, uh, and also wow. Tulio. Was it Tulio with the? Um, yep, Tulio, that's the one. It's good to see Central Coast having a, a fair bit of balance uh, post uh, Garang leaving. And uh, MacArthur are a good team to get the points against. They're a team that if you um, if you play average against them, they will beat you. But if you just, you know, hold your weight, you know, they kind of they kind of crumble at the challenge of MacArthur. So it's you still have still have a job to do at the end of the day and it did it. Fun to see Matt Miller get on the score sheet, the uh, right back. What a man. Uh, if it weren't for, I do remember one thing, actually. If it weren't for the uh, the save of Vukovic in the very last moments, um, Jed Drew would have scored his second goal of the season and likely would have rescued a point for MacArthur. So. Yeah, Vukovic had a good game. He, he stood up in yeah. a few key moments. That's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. That's good stuff. And, uh, yeah, like on Central Coast... You know, obviously, with Cummings and Tulio up there as a kind of main creator plays, and then Encololo and Silvera as your wingers. I think they've got a really good balance, like you mentioned, Nick. Mm-hmm. Ayongo did come off the bench, but rumour has it that he's on his way out. I don't really think yeah. they it's need him a whole lot. Damo, I don't know if you agree. Like, he hasn't been amazing well, this I, season. I actually didn't think he was that bad, to be fair, in their first couple of games and in the Australia Cup. I thought he was actually pretty good. He had... Um, Joined up with uh, Qual quite well, and they actually looked quite af- effective with him in the side. But obviously, possibly, uh, there may have been some disagreements with the coaches, and uh, maybe a lack of application to training and s- other things like that. So yeah, who knows? But yeah, it's actually quite yeah random. I thought he was 
quite good. Apparently, he's he struggled to adapt to life in Australia. Yeah. It's more like a personal thing. Yeah. He wants to go back to Portugal, which is fair enough. But yeah. it'll be interesting to see if Central Coast look to replace them or keep playing their young guys, because their young guys seem to be quite talented. Bless yeah. Central Coast. And uh, moving forward, they're going to have a fancy-schmancy, state-of-the-art mm -hmm. synthetic pitch to be training on. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they've uh, got a partnership with... Promise, though. It's not... They need to go... Ah. Yeah. I mean, if, if Peritet wins, I'll be very surprised. Well, let's not get into politics here, but I just want to say Dan Andrews is a complete dictator for making uh, Melbourne 36 degrees yesterday and cancelling, suspending the play on the tennis court. <laughs> and couldn't yeah. bring out the sun, you know? What a, what a dictator move. <laughs> that's that's good quality chat, man. It's good quality chat. Uh, Nick, the game that you wanted to start off with was the uh, Raw Phoenix game. Mm. Uh, 1-0 to Wellington. Mm. This is a game that both of you have watched, yes? Yeah, yeah I've watched some oh, of it. No, yeah, I didn't watch it actually, but I, I watched What? Yeah. You said you wanted to... Okay. Uh, no, I was, just, I was just being, you know, I was just being, you know, like a bit neutral. I was going to say the City game was the this best one, but I didn't game. want to seem biased, you know. And like the City game, I didn't particularly enjoy watching that, as a, uh, mainly because I'm a City fan and also because, you know... There was a controller breakup. So was the Raw yeah. Knicks game too, so... Yeah, fair shout. Uh, it's... <laughs> the Raw Knicks game... Sale, though. Oh, he's a gun. How good. I'll let him sign my left hit too. You'd let him sign your left hit? Yeah. Holy sale. Did you see that one? No, I didn't. No, it's, a, it's a PK League moment, and, you know, as a custodian of PK League, I bring you this PK League <laughs> tale... So, is this the PK League moment of the week? No, this is this is this is going back in time. Oh, I see. So you know, the Nooks fans, um, yep. well, they've already got a reputation of liking to take their shirts off. But there was right. an occasion like that. It was one of those games they played in the intra-COVID years where they were kind of managed to sneak a few games back in Wellington um, when the borders were open. And yeah. they were doing like a lap to thank the fans, and uh, one of the fans was like, um, had a, I, I can't remember if it was a sign, but it was like, um, Ollie Sale, can you sign my tits? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah and, and, and then he did. Um, yeah, so a bit of a peak A League moment there, uh, only in the A League. All, all, all P, PG, maybe not, maybe not PG. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to be PG safe for it. You know, maybe M for mature audiences. But definitely not, you know, like a, like a, like a... Not, not the not, whole, the whole not show. The, yeah, it, it, it was a cold day in Wellington too, so it, it, it was definitely, um... <laughs> Bloody no, hell, Nick, alright, I'm going to stop you right there. Let's, right, let's yeah, not get into specifics, mate. Let's not get into specifics, there's no need. Yeah, sign my torso. No, Nicholas, <laughs> enough, enough, enough. Too much, too much information. Uh, Damon, you watch the game. Means, oh, for goodness <laughs> sake! <laughs> Mate, I'm just, I'm Would just... you agree, Damo, that <laughs> Brisbane, had they had an actual striker in this game, yes. would have at least tied? Yeah, I think so, and I think Miliuznic has had <laughs> ample opportunity yes. to uh, show his end product has yes. improved over time, and each time you get that glimmer of hope, he then tends to fail you miserably. Mm. Uh, so, if he was substituted for perhaps someone else, or if he had someone...
to support him, then obviously Brisbane, I think, come out of this game with uh, the three points. But Wow, um, there you go. Unfortunately, just due to their lack of potency up top, it's just not quite there for the Roar at the moment. Not quite there. It's odd because they've... um. Haven't really been linked with anyone. We're a week into the transfer season now, boys, and yeah, I'm very little is, has happened. The very little has happened for anyone, and I think it just goes to show the lack of ambition, the lack of footballing <laughs> nous. The lack of that, footballing nous, um, sir. I mean, these clubs need to get players in. They need to do stuff, but. Yeah. At the moment, it doesn't seem like much is happening and there's not a lot of talk around. There's a lot of talk of outbound players, which is, is true. always good, but there's not a lot of talk of inbound players, which is... Uh, yeah, it's a shame. Because yeah. uh, a, a lot of teams do need reinforcements. Absolutely. And and, and Aurora... Probably the most obvious one with their just complete lack of a strike. Right. Mil- Miller Yuzovic exactly. had a few chances here, and don't don't get me wrong. Uh, Nick mentioned it already that Ollie Sale had a, a game. fantastic game. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, you can't deny probably that. the best keeper in the league, I would say. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely up there. You can't deny that. Like he got, like he gave Wellington. He's given Wellington six points away from home the last two weeks, and there's yeah. a shot like the one where he's like flying mid air to save it. There's been some excellent goalkeeping this weekend, I must say. Agreed. Two from Perth Glory. Uh, yeah, really yeah, good. It doesn't take much to be better than uh, Liam Reddy, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, unnecessary dig at Liam Reddy, my God. And But focusing on Oli Sale, you know, like I said, would let him sign my tuts. Nice, nice. Nice use of the accent there, very yeah. impressive. At, at what... um. At what stage does Ollie Sale say, I think I'm good enough to try my hand overseas? He might not want to. I get the feeling he's like, he obviously plays for the New Zealand national team. He might not actually want to. He might just want to try and win as many games for Wellington as he can. You think that by him staying in New Zealand keeps him more in the frame of the New Zealand setup? I mean, I don't know anything about the New Zealand footballing setup, but I don't think he necessarily has any competition for that spot. We picked Matty Ryan when he was like Football World Cup, you know, when he... I mean, he, he was known to the Australian team because he's, you know... Well, the, the, the scouting network's not doing their job properly if the, if he's not known to the Australian team. But, you know, he was in the, the Central Coast uh, and then he was like playing in like in his first club in Europe, which was in Belgium, and he got picked for the World Cup and then made moved to... Valencia after that. Oh, what a torrid time of things that was, my yeah. God. Yeah. Gary Neville, what a wanker. Always say, well, should uh, spread his wings? You know, interesting, you know, with the news coming out that apparently Joe Gauchi, um Yes, indeed. eligible for uh, the New Zealand squad. Is he? Yeah, yep, he is. apparently so. He, wow. He's not a cat fire, and apparently he's found out he's eligible <laughs> for the New Zealand squad. Uh, also, Malta, wow. apparently. And yeah, Mal- I knew I knew the Malta links. I didn't know the. So New it's going to be a bit competitive because uh, if you're Joe Gauchi, uh, is it Joe or Joe Gauchi? Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe. If you're Joe Gauchi. You're not guaranteed to get a game ahead of Ollie Sale. So and uh, you know, there's a long time to go. Like Matt Ryan's still got another four years. Uh, 
who knows yeah, in four least. years' time where your stocks will be, like Australia's goalkeeping stocks will be. That's right. You might, you know, he might be neck and neck with Tom Glover, let alone, you know, like going up against like a Langerak, um, hopefully. Well, it, do you boys consider Gauchi enough of a talent that we should just cap him as soon as possible just for the sake of like locking him down? You might not want to. I... I, I, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think we need to. Right. I mean, we have, we'll have goalkeepers coming through regardless. Well, um, well, Mark Schwartz named um the Charlton Athletic kid. What's his name? Uh, Ashley Maynard, Maynard Brewer. Brewer. Yeah, as as Matty Ryan's eventual successor in his eyes. Apparently, he's been well, in quite good form. Yeah, he has been playing finally for Charlton. He's finally gotten. A uh, a um, an opportunity, and he's taken it. He played very well against uh, Man United, I thought, and just for two uh, late Rashford goals, yeah. um, probably blew out the scoreline and didn't make it look as good. But I thought his performances overall were very, very sound and made some very, very good saves. And uh, I, I, I probably. I I would like to agree with Schwarzer, but I don't think he is the Matt Ryan replacement. Right. I think Not I think quite there, there are better, better players, such as Gauchi, such as Cook. Um, I don't think yeah I, I don't think that because he's overseas playing at Charlton that he is pound for pound a better goalkeeper. So. Just because you're playing yeah. overseas doesn't make you a better player than... No, exactly. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. right. No, fair shout. Interesting. But you, you're not necessarily in a rush to get Gauchi into the national team set up. I don't think so, no. I, I think he's more than capable of being in the squad, being that third goalkeeper for the time. Obviously, you've got Vukovic and Redmayne. I think if Arnold is still in charge, I think he'd like to uh, phase them out, especially Vukovic. And start bringing in your younger guys and having Matt Ryan as your as your elder statesman, your your leader. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't necessarily think Gauchi takes that spot from Ollie Sale either. If he goes to if he if he does yeah. elect to play like, for New Zealand, it's a win-win situation, you know, because like for all parties involved, I don't think like the most of Australia is. Um, we can't. We don't know what the future holds, but. Yeah. Like, if we cap tie him, then we've got him, I guess. But I feel like we should just play him. Play, we should play yeah. him, I think. I don't even know how that him. works, because obviously Diego we Costa has caps for Brazil and Spain, doesn't he? You can get it on an appeal, a case-by-case basis. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of similar with Volpato. Like, everyone's just saying, we're, we need to be in such a rush to cap him. Like, he's not going to play for Italy in the next... Two, three years. Well, you never know, brother. He could be that good. What's he been doing for Roma recently, by the way? Hasn't, hasn't made any names. He hasn't played since last year. Ah, really? Like, he's late last year. Yeah, yeah, well. The thing is, he's got Jose Mourinho and uh, Francesco Tardy in his year, which is the issue for us. Hard to beat that, hey? Yeah. Well, um... Moving, moving forward, I, I, I do think, obviously, the Raw, they need to bring in a replacement for us. And I, is that, was that Danzaki's last game? I don't know. Is, has he actually gone? Like, 
Because according that's according to Google, he still plays. He still plays with Brisbane Rule, but according to transfermarket.com, he's gone back to um his his parent club. Yeah, he should be going back to Japan. But yeah, apparently he's going to Scotland. Interesting. God, everyone's going to Scotland these days. Everyone, I want to go to Scotland. Hell's yeah. Oh, was good. Shout out to Garon Quall made his debut over the weekend for Hearts in a little 15 minute cameo. Almost assist. Very nearly got an assist on Davey, would have been nice, yes. Old Codger blew it. <laughs> Stephen Humphreys. Oh. More like Humphrey Dumpty. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, headphone users. Roasted. I can just see the spark in my audacity and it's like yeah, yeah. solid. Yeah, he did. Like, <laughs> good good Sorry, Steph. And I, yeah, I, I think on the other hand, if we'll see the, the com- direct comparison is Wellington have Zawada as that target man, and he proved to be the difference, scoring like a yeah. pretty simple header. Connor Chapman, some bad coverage there in the back post, yeah. and he just kind of nods it in. But yeah, Zavada's been playing very well, uh, and he's he's a solid. He's not amazing, but he's a solid target option. And I think at the moment, you know, you got McLaren, you got Cummings, Mikkeltaz has been kind of shit. Fornaroli's done nothing. Daggers kind of reminded us all of how good he is over the weekend, but Zavada's probably up there for me. Yeah, he's, he's been a slow burner, Zavada. Couple goals and two crucial goals and two crucial games. You only need one to win if you keep a clean sheet, so. Oh, I see it, mate. A slow burner. The Mark Rudan playbook. <laughs> oh, Rudes. He had a lot to say over the course of the weekend. But we won't go to that one just yet, I don't think. Oh, um, preempted it. <laughs> Pretty, it would have been a nice segue, but I want to talk about Perth Glory. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, you, yeah, Sean. Oh, is that right? Glory. You want to talk about me? If, if I was the one editing this podcast, I'd be like, cued uh, clips from episodes one and two about that fraud alert. What's going on? Mate, he is a fraud. He is a fraud. He's a fraud who's paid off the refs. How are there 12 minutes of added time? Sorry. That's garbage. Mate, 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 mate. Uh, Zadkovic, you know, Brisbane Raw are what per, uh, Brisbane Raw, Perth Glory is what Brisbane Raw dream to be. You know, like <laughs> a pump at home ground. Wow. Yeah, it's easy to be pumping when the, the your home ground's bloody tiny. I mean, come on now. Like. Yeah, mate. Is it, you got something against Macedonia Park, you mate. You got something against Macedonia itself. Um, <laughs> actually, that's a, taking a political conclusion. Make those jokes. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, it's unnecessary. I'm absolutely <laughs> pumped. And, you know, Perth Glory, uh, Sydney should have closed that game out. And they had Agreed. plenty of opportunities. But it's not like Perth Glory could have gone... Perth Glory could have equally gone on the score sheet a bit earlier. They just left it very late. They had the opportunity. Cook, Cook was great in goals for Glory. He was really, really impressive. And Cook, yeah, Cook, Cook had a few good saves. Like the one where he ran back was really good. Uh, I liked that one. You know, his body weight was already going forward and he had the presence of mind to turn around and knock the ball away, you know. That's Last it. Last line of defence, you know, and he managed to punch it out for a goal kick, you know. Um with his momentum going towards the goals was pretty impressive. Very, very impressive. He had a great game. It was, it was odd, I thought. Obviously, right, Rodwell, already injured, didn't play in this game. Shocker. They opted to play Gerd, the 21-year-old centre-back, alongside yeah. Donaghy, as opposed to Vlastelica, who, you know, in theory, was kind of brought in to be that kind of backup centre-back. What did you make of Gerd, Damo? You are the young player yeah. expert. I didn't watch it. Oh, fuck. Not going to lie. Damn it. That but, uh, wasn't nothing. I know. 
Oh, I've done nothing. I I really let down the, the squad this week. I'm sorry. I should have asked you beforehand if you'd watched the game. Yeah. Poor. I, I think I did say that I haven't watched anything mm. apart from the uh, first half of Raw <laughs> Western Sydney. Uh, Wait, does that mean your your young player of the week has to come from Raw versus Knicks? Not necessarily, but it can because I thought Moragas was good again. Lucas Moragas, young player of the week. Look, the, the left back there, the Wellington Phoenix yeah. left back. Yes. You beauty, I like it. Chipping I like that a lot. It's a fair shout. I, I thought Zabala was good off the bench as well. The young lad from um, Giru up in town, uh, close to Townsville. What was yes. Zabala? I didn't watch the second half. Ah, your dog. He provided a bit of spark. It was nice. But yes, back to back to Perth. A two-all draw for Perth to kind of uh, keep the solid run going now. They've had a few decent results in a row. What is that? Uh, two wins and a draw, I believe. And they're now ninth. They're ahead of Newcastle, they're ahead of Weston, and they're ahead of Victory. It's, it's amazing. It's it's ridiculous. It's fair. It's I mean like I I still don't think they're playing particularly great football. I thought this was just a bit of a like it was a back to it was a back and forth game because both teams yeah. are shit. Let's be honest. They they are yeah. Like they were just equally shit, and the, Lolly scored a good goal. I thought early on that was nice, and then Sydney just let yeah. them back into the game, and it's like yeah. I don't know. It's a good cross from uh, Jacob Douse, the <laughs> former Broad Meadow Magic <laughs> uh, player. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what club was that? In for David Williams. <sighs> and the for the header. 104th minute or some shit. Yeah. Why? What, was there was there that much at a time because of the um the poop break? Yeah, who knows? Slight, wasn't it? If there was, uh, I absolutely respect that decision. So what? The lights? Or did the lights go out or something? Yes. Right. So the the bloke yeah. who's in charge at Macedonia Park has turned the lights uh, off, stored the game. At Wolverhampton. Oh, this yeah. Morning. But I was bad at Wolverhampton. I was pitch black. Well, at least at Macedonia Park, you probably had some guy with his high beams on. He <laughs> 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 just, just come in from um, Kalgoorlie. Yeah. yeah. He's got a truck full of coal out the back, like, boop, done, sorted. Fantastic. Well, do you think that this run of form that Perth are on is. Is genuine? Like, do you think Perth can kind of go on a uh, keep going would, here, boys? I wouldn't actually say it's a run of form. Ah, uh, it's two wins and a draw. Yeah, uh, it's they've been pretty scrappy. <laughs> yeah, it's been scrappy, but you, you got to win games somehow. I understand that, and like, kudos to them. Like, it's it's good that they're winning games, and kudos to. Uh, Zedkovic, the not in fraud. No, he's still uh, a fraud. <laughs> the non fraud for uh, doing non fraud non fraudulent things and winning games of football and drawing. However, I think their their overall system, their overall play has been pretty dire. So they just needed a little bit more fluidity, I think, and then you'll start to see a little bit more sexy football. A bit more fluidity in sexy football, he reckons. Very nice. Sexy, sexy. Uh, are you a, are you a Zakovic stand here, Nick? Do you generally think this is like a Perth Glory team who can do something? Oh, I love it. He can he can take Perth Glory. 
You can take Perth Glory to the Popovich days, you know. Glorious. Oh, mate. Glorious, funnily enough. Would you let Zadkovich sign your left tit? No. Damn. That, that right's on the reserve sale. That's only Ollie Sale. Yeah. That's Ollie Sale's property, mate. Yeah. No one's touching that. But yeah, it does, obviously, it brings the table now. So Western Sydney, who are third on 19 points. Melbourne Victory are last on 11 points. So there's eight points between last and third. When you think about it, like Wellington Phoenix with a couple of wins in a row, they're now fourth. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, it's just so tight. We've said, this, we've said this so many times before. Like, it's, it's incredible the effect of winning a few games on the trot does for you. A little bit of momentum goes a long way. A little like, bit of momentum goes a long way. Yeah. I, I think apart from Melbourne City and Central Coast, like pretty much the entire league is kind of... Uh, it's, it's, it's a scrap. It really is a scrap. Yeah, it's a scrap. It is a scrap. And speaking of scraps, I thought one of the scrappiest yeah. games of football oh. I've ever seen yes. in my entire life. Why wow. Melbourne City, Western Sydney, what yes. a shitstorm of a game. Well, I broke my FIFA well, controller and it wasn't even a video yeah. game. I <laughs> got the PS4 controller and just gave it a good now, few smacks. It was the quintessential FIFA 14 or 15 game. <laughs> 31 shots to 2 can for we, Melbourne can, City. Can I talk about this? I want to go off on this game. This was why I look... Worst games I've ever watched, and Western Sydney, it's all their fault. <laughs> I'm sorry, Marco Rudan, it's the most plays, the most boring football possible, okay? And he comes out to the media, and he's like, yeah, no, I thought we could play good, Jamie McLaren didn't get a sniff, that is true, Jamie McLaren didn't get near it, uh, but, and then he says stuff like, you know, oh, these... These uh, games in the 3 p.m. time zone are killing the league, and that's why we play negatively. No, mate, you don't play negatively because of the heat. Yes, they shouldn't be playing in the uh, in the extreme heat because that's a health and safety issue. But yep. you know, like, just you 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 play boring football, mate. It's like you know, <laughs> I, was, I was watching some of the build-up play and. It's, it's not even like 30 minutes into the first half and Melbourne City, you know, got the ball back. And there's eight outfield players between them, like, and you know, they're just entering the final third. There's yeah. eight outfield players in the final third behind the ball. Because he's playing the classic, all right, we're one, we're one goal up against, to be clear, the top team in the competition. We're going to park the bus. And that's what they did, and they did it successfully. Oh my lord, you know, like, I knew, I knew there was an issue with it when the RBB took their <laughs> shirts off, you know, at, at the 1 0 mark, 25 minutes in, instead of what the Wellington fans with 80 minutes, uh, with 10 minutes to go. Shows the perception yeah. of um, how much time's left in the football game for these people. Uh, it was just, it was just incredibly, incredibly frustrating game. Admittedly, uh, G Post uh, played as big a role as, you know, the 10 defenders they had. Um, there's quite a few where the posts just work their way, and that's just this is true. That's just that's just proper football, bruv. But <laughs> what? Uh, but that that's just the way the game is, eh? Uh, that's just proper football, <laughs> bro. What is this? Uh, I just couldn't. I just it's just shit to watch. And even uh, Van de Van's goal, which was a pretty quality goal. Uh, he says he meant it. He meant it. I guess we as the fans can come to our own opinions on that. But yeah. even then, like the box was so crowded, he didn't. He didn't really have a choice other than to go for goal. And 
Uh, a lot of Melbourne City's shots had to come from outside the box and quite a few of them got close. A shocker to watch and uh, like maybe maybe you could call it entertaining if you're a neutral because like the pressure Melbourne City was putting on. But if you're no. invested in the game, it was shocking to watch because you're like you're not calling that into. How can how can how can you know like you can't relax it, like it's you're not it's not relaxing in a bad way you know, and they just kept put like Melbourne City kept pressing and pressing and how can you blame the game on how can you blame your play style on the weather when Melbourne City are like managed to like run down the field perfectly fine. You know. Okay, to be clear, to be clear, playing at 3pm on a hot day, it was 32 degrees when they started this game. But you can't... That's ridiculous. Yeah. That is ridiculous. You know what's ridiculous. Marco Rodan apparently lost three kilos of sweat just standing on the sidelines. So you can imagine what the players are going through out there, and props to all of them for putting on a I'm show. I'm not even and... sure if that's actually humanly possible. Yeah, look, you might be telling Porky's there, I don't know. It, it, that's definitely but... a Porky. It, 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 it's uncomfortable, <laughs> I'm not denying that, but... We've had all oh, these things in the past. It's dangerous. Like, every, there's been so many teams that have to like play that have managed to play attractive football, like championship winning teams. You know, think of like Melbourne Victory. You know, Bessart Barisha at the top, or you know, Raw Salona. Uh, <laughs> you know, with yes. Bessart Barisha up top. Yeah, like, it's, it's always got Bessart Barisha involved. So, the Gold Coast United team back in the day with Shane Smeltz leading the line. Mm. Now that was a team. Yeah. That was a football team. Smeltzy. Uh, <laughs> like you know, there's so many like great like to blame it just pure. And I agree. Like they should at least have a parking game so like the sun's a bit lower and there's a bit more shade. Uh, there's there's no great rush to have the game at 3pm in my opinion. They're locked into it. They can't change it. Come on, mate. You don't need to be a rocket science like when they're making the fixture to... Um... Well, no, no, this is how dumb it is. So the APL signed a broadcast deal right with Channel 10. Okay. And that and part of that deal is that there are two games broadcast on free-to-air TV every week. Saturday at 7.30pm and Sunday at 3pm. How stupid... Do you have to be over at the APL to actively commit to a weekly game at 3 p.m. on a Sunday? It, I will be honest. It is a good time to watch the football, but like, but I'm not the one running 12 k's in sometimes 32 degree, and and like I can't exercise above 25 degrees when it's outside. Uh, and I, I love being, I love passively enjoying the heat, like going on a walk or like enjoying the sun, like up until like 35, 30, yeah. 34, 35. I've got a new like, rooftop like pool in my building. I want to be enjoying, I want to be soaking up some rays. I'll tell you that for Mate, free. Does that, is that open air? Yeah. Oh, oh, mine's only indoors. Yeah, I've got I'm open air pool. Yeah. Oh mate, I'll come. I'll come round after the pod. <laughs> it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a shit day today. Though. I mean, it's bloody oh, cold. The indoor one then. Oh, yeah, fair shit, fair shit. Bit of a swim. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a post pod debrief. Uh, <laughs> I, I digress, but I agree. I think we should be prioritising um, health and safety of the players because that's what it comes down to. You know, um, you know, the play. Yeah, we have to protect the tools of the players, so to speak, like how the tradies do the extreme hit and the tools of the players. Is their um, endurance and heart, heart, soul, heart, body, and mind? You know, so yeah, yeah. Take, Rudes take are definitely talking shit because they they've played defensive football all season. Like I mean, Damo said it from the start of the year. Like he hates the way that Marco Rudan plays his football. Oh, Am I right in saying that, Damo? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's boring. 
Sorry about that. Oh my god. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, well, that's just, just, that's just, just a shit take. Like, I, just don't, I just don't agree. And, but I agree in, I agree that you have the best interests of your oh. players in line. I just, I, I agree you have the best interests of your players in mind. And he's a caring, I'm sure he's a caring coach of his players. He seems to have good team rapport. And I don't want to be running in that 32 degree either. But to say, it, like, if there was a prevention, I can. I'd agree. We shouldn't play in that heat, but we we just it's just no. It's but just at the like, end of the day, like he's gotten a draw against the 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 team leading. Sorry, the the league lead the, the league leading team. Like he's gotten a results against Melbourne City. Yeah. So that's and like so he's in Phoenix. And Sh- the Phoenix did it on a day game too. Yeah, but the Knicks, got- the Knicks can beat anyone and they can lose to anyone. They're the ultimate X factor. They're fucking weird over there in New Zealand. We know this. Mm. Like, this is a genuine result. It. And obviously, it was a shit game. We know this. It was boring. It was dull. But they still got a point out of it. Uh, so. I'm not convinced by Western Sydney. No, no. Like, like that, that, that would be a good performance like in a finals game where like you have to... like You just, ha- you just have to hold by for dear life. And that's just, you know, the way the game is. But... Man, on a on a home and away match, like you know, you gotta you, you gotta give a bit more, you know. Interesting. Well, I'll, I'll ask both of you fellas. This is a this is a group question. All right. Uh, my first burning question of the night. Three burning questions. Well, yeah, it's night, I suppose. Um, how how what is the solution to the A League scheduling problem? The three p.m. games, like, is it because you can't just Remove them because they've signed this broadcast deal. So h- how do we get around this? Damo, you go. Uh, oh, it's it's difficult. Like uh, top, <laughs> a top. Just put a top on the board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the only logical way oh of God. creating shade. Yeah. Like at your local swimming pool. Just get a few of those poles. Get a few of those weirdly shaped tarps. And just hang them over the field. It's the only way we can get past the The 3pm kickoff and the extreme heat. Does any... (laughs) Any ten-year-old will confirm that it's cool under that. Fucking tough. Oh, you know that thing like on the match day, on the match day, like they have that like they they have those flags and like they all hold the flag and then they shake it. They should play the game after underneath that and just and yeah. then it's just a group of people like maybe uh, five rows up, you know, and they just hold the tarp and they can shake it. Okay. <laughs> but. Yeah, like what? What can you do though? Like you just have to say, like mm. get on with the show. They've got to change that broadcast deal next it. year. They ha- they've got to change that. Ideally, ideally, it is it is what it is. Like the APL yep. have made shit decisions yep. constantly, and only now are people yeah. starting to realize just how shit these decisions are. They could definitely. And they do it all in the name of money. Ah, corruption, brother. It's right. They could definitely play in um, some stadiums or provide more shade, at, le- at least. But that, that that means playing in bigger stadiums. Which of. stadium provides the most shade? Suncorp? Kind of... Yeah, oh, Suncorp does. Are Brisbane um, even playing there anymore? I don't even no, know. No, like... Uh, 
I have like a uh, yeah, semi football okay. stadium. Provides a bit of shade from memory. Uh, you know, or, or uh, here's an option, but I think it's not a part of the broadcast deal. Or if it isn't, uh, it's very rare. Uh, play the Wellington game at three pm. Um, then it's, right. it's it's a cooler climate one, and it's two hours later in the day. That's right. They generally I think do they that. normally play the Wellington game at 1pm uh, Australian time because I think they get Kiwi commentators on and it's like a bit of a I think it's a yeah. bit of a prime time kind yeah. of thing not prime time but it's Sky News Sky yeah. Sports well, when I was on the Fox Sports broadcasting deal they had a different scoreboard design altogether for the Wellington home yeah. games, but I think they've ditched that <laughs> um, with when Paramount Plus came through. But they still have predominantly Kiwi commentators. I like those. Yeah. I like those commentators. They they provide some good. Um, they're fun. And they're very balanced. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. But um. All right. Fair enough. So it's it's basically it's an impossible solution to solve. Moving uh, forward. I think they could like. They just have to go back into the broadcast deal and renege, and I reckon they should just have a. A borderline approach, like if the forecast is scheduled over thirty-two, uh, just say postpone. Like, well, Channel Ten might be bidding everything anyway, so we'll get to that later. But moving forward, uh, the other two games that happened, obviously Adelaide drew with victory one all in the original rivalry, and okay. Western United drew with Newcastle Jets one all uh, as well. Speak, did you see the Romash Marshan? I did. Yes, he got. Nestri Irankunda, an absolute belter of a shot, and Marcian, who had just subbed on, took it directly to the face. I believe he got concussion subbed off. Yeah, I just want to say, like... Really? He got hit in yep. the face with a ball. Like, like a rocket, like a rocket shot. He's behind, guys. He doesn't even, like, you know? <laughs> he hasn't seen the concussion sub. Um, it, was a, it was a belter, and it was really scary, so good that he's healthy. I just want to say, is. Brave work by the doctors. Well, it shouldn't be brave work. It should just be a, in an ideal world, they would be able to make decisions independent of the consequences of the game. But unfortunately, um, the with some sports doc, uh, medical decisions in sport, depending on the ethics and the quality of organisation, uh, not speaking on any in particular, but you know, there's always the possible that decisions could become uh, influenced. But doctors. Did a good decision, made a good decision of um, enforcing the concussion stuff, especially when he looked like he came to his senses. He was getting a bit emotional at the docks, but they made yeah. a good decision. So I just, you know, I want to praise them, you know, putting players safety first. And I'm sure Ryan Marshant will understand once, the, you know, like, yeah, well, once he wakes up yeah. the next day and like actually yeah. like rewatches the footage and the emotion goes out of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh-huh. brutal. It was, it was very, very brutal. Uh, but. Not the only belter that was struck that game. That goal from D'Agostino. Is that everyone's goal of the week? No. Dagus. Uh, Did you say no, Nicholas? No, no, not mine. No? Yeah. No, not mine. I wasn't mind the Daniel Steins strike. Yeah, that's mine. That Daniel Steins. Had a bit more class to it. Daniel Steins' goal, it was good, but um, it was... The Newcastle boy? Yeah. Yeah. Perth, lad. Come uh, on now, that D'Agostino goal was an absolute rort. David Williams, what, what's David name? with fuck. Come on, no, no, man. There's two, there's two Williams in the side. Are yeah, you... one's, yeah. <laughs> they're not related. Yeah, uh, David Williams, uh, 
banger to sing to Charlotte's pre-season prediction. Not a banger. Oh, for God's sake. Down. Uh, no, but uh, Steins' goal did get a bit of uh, assistance from the wind, which made it look so idyllic. It was very windy in Ballarat, typical conditions. Ballarat. Yeah. From outside 50. Yeah, that, to be fair, there were a few banging goals this weekend. Lockie Wales's goal, the other the other end was nice as well. Good win too. Yeah, good win. Oh, how good was that? Like solemn left right candy shebang. Well, did you yeah. did you like to finish more, or did you like the Halloran run more with that one? I liked both. I liked the setup more than the finish, probably. Halloran definitely definitely showing his class there. But uh, anything more from the from these games that you guys want to kind of touch on? Nick, do you have a peak moment of the week for me? Yes, sir. Oh, lay it on me, brother. It was Joe Champness who once said, some years go by and nothing happens. Then some weeks, decades happen. And this was a week where decades happened. There was lots of PK League this week, lads. What a week okay. in PK League. The league <laughs> is back, baby. We put the United Grand Final decision behind us. It's shit. It's going to happen. We're going to... Fucking fall flat on our asses come finals time when there's 5,000 people to watch Melbourne City <laughs> versus Brisbane Royal at the Sydney Football Stadium. Or they'll probably downgrade at the Combank because like they won't get enough ticket sales. But we'll put it behind us. Melbourne victory vans. We're moving on. Hopefully we'll heal. Finally back. PK League moments. And it was rich. This is a long build up, mate. This better have a good Lads. payoff. Yeah. Lads. Better have a banging. Lads. Yeah. Come on. I have a freeway peak A-League tie for the week. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. That's a bit of an What are they? Time is of the essence, Nicholas. You gotta, you gotta... There's never been a time issue in the body life of the podcast, but now he wants to go to the pool when there's a time. Alright, crikey mate, here we go. Number one. Well, we, Ryan Marshan came down, in chronological order, mind you. Ryan Marshan came down with a bit of a... Bit of a bit of a stroke, a bit of an obstruction, a bit of a blow. Let's say a bit of a rocket, a bit of a bit of a Nike logo on your cheek, mate. Uh, poor Ryan. Okay. Martian. So the Martian uh, struck to the face. Martian right. struck to the face, and uh, you know sometimes when you have those strikes to the face, you can lose a contact lens. And our uh, PK League moment of the week one goes to the old codger in the front row of Cooper Stadium who offered him his glasses when he couldn't find his contact lens. Oh. <laughs> Only that, in the A-League champs. That is pretty adorable. I like that. Very nicely and done. S- second. Wait, <laughs> hey, who couldn't find the... Marcian, after he got Mate, hit in the face. He back. lost his contact. Mate, oh, he, oh, he, after this podcast oh, is done, watch, watch, watch a bit of the A-League, mate. Take it from a pro here. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's, we're doing it in chronological order here because it's a tie. We can't like go top to bottom, otherwise we'll have yep. a peak moment. It'll just be one, so chronological yep. order. Second, more of a typical peak A-League game moment, this one. Melbourne victory, around about the 80th minute. Steaming through the midfield. We've got Dagasino uh, all opening up the play. Boom, boom, boom. They're going to get you know, a win on the road, some victory. Boom. Pass left to Jai Brooks, all on his own, in the box. And, mate, Harry Kane can rest easy because 
his ball has been surpassed by Jai Brooks in all, but after that one went to outer space, <laughs> that was a shocker. That is PK League right there, mate. So, he's okay. toast in the morning. That was shocking. Uh, <laughs> it was it was quite bad. Man, man skied it. He really he, did. He, he like it was pretty bad. He rolled his ankle. I would probably do the same, but but you know, if I got a game, then that would be PK League moment of the century because I fucking I can't even you know play futsal. <laughs> you haven't played futsal in a long time, mate. We haven't seen you out there. You gotta get back out on the court, brother. You play, All you right. Play, uh, you play on my working day. Uh, I digress. Third PK League moment, and this is just classic PK League. This is like this is farmers league stuff, you know, real. Pika Aliga, uh, <laughs> you know, right here. Wow. Macedonia Park whites out, and an unknown Perth Glory player almost shitting himself on the field. <laughs> and, and I just want to say, I, it was so it was so faint on the audio that I didn't know that's what it was about until just before this podcast. But it has to qualify, and y- you know, and well. well Actually, you might argue, is this even peak A-Liga after, you know, the whole Wolverhampton FA Cup tie, you know, uh, there's a few peak, there's a few uh, peak A-Liga moments in the, in the, in that FA Cup game, especially with a certain phone strapped to, um, strapped to the studio chairs playing a certain, uh, certain tape from the Latrobe Library. Um, <laughs> Far out, what, what? You're going on some tangents here, brother. Yeah, we'll, save that. we'll save that one for after the podcast, we won't go on that tangent here. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'd just like to say shout out to Robbie Thompson for uh, uh, being dis- uh, being uh, respectful and discreet and uh, not naming the the unknown Perth player that went down the tunnel who was almost about to shit himself. That's a true professionalism in class right there, you know, a bit of respect. A bit of a respect for the people with IBS. Um, Maybe he had a bad curry the night before and he'd gone through. Maybe he had too much coffee that day. You, you never have, know. You've, you've surely played a game of sport yeah. in your time. And have you ever had to go take a poo <laughs> in the midst of it? Not, not, not yeah. professional sport. Not, like, not in team sport, but like definitely yeah. open on Definitely when I've been on the run, and I'm when, like, when nature takes you, mate. Nature takes you. But you, you're playing it to have a stop play on a run. It's a bit, it's a bit different, you know. Like, yeah. But um, hey. I, I hear those stories of like Formula One drivers who have pissed themselves and shat themselves while I they're out there on the story, track. Like in a marathon, in an amateur marathon once that they had this guy, um, they had this guy that was like a pro marathon runner, and he he shat his pants by accident. Oh. And, um, Oh, I didn't take a toilet break. It like just came, and um, yeah. And the other guys took notice, and they thought, "Oh, that's what you're meant to do when you're on a pro marathon." And yeah, they um, yeah, that's that's a bit of a porky pie from my dad, though. I don't know how much truth there is to that, so take it with a pinch of salt. But no, I, I once played a game of futsal with uh, one of the admins from the A League meme team because I responded to a call out, and I uh, had dinner like 30 minutes before what? playing, and I was. I was like gassed. I got some goals for once, and I was a contribute. I was an essential part to the team, which is so unlike me. And I was ready to spew like after the first five minutes, but I pulled tight. That's the daily moments, and a sneaky honorable mention to Zadkovic. Uh, I know he listens to the PK. Uh, I mean, sorry, that's not definitely listen. Yeah, absolutely. 
through our podcast and in particular this section section and I know he's got a he's got a picture of Deshaun on his wall and he just you know <laughs> and he just you know manifests being a great manager to just upset you Deshaun so shout out oh. to my boy Deshaun for being a PK elite moment of fucking up with his uh, predictions with Zadkovic. All right. If this okay. podcast had a followership, you would be laughed on by more people than just me. <laughs> that was quite the spiel, mate. That was a that real was journey. Very After good. a few lean weeks, PK League is back, baby. We're All making right. up for it. With a vengeance. With a vengeance. Exactly right. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I'm going to move on then from the games uh, to some news. <laughs> to some news, boys. Some rumours. Okay. So, not a whole lot has happened in terms of actual transfers. In the A-League, we've also we have had Christian Theoharis from Western United go to Central Coast. I've never heard of him before in my life. I don't know what he does. I uh, would never we'll claim. We'll figure it out. Yep, he, he always does. And we have had Kai Rolls re-sign over there at Hearts for five years. Pretty exciting stuff, boys. Uh, yeah, yes and no. Yes. Yes. Uh, probably guarantees Hearts get a decent transfer for him in the summer. That's it, mate. He's been looking good. He's starting every game, smashing it out. But closer to home, we've had some rumours. Namely, uh, Callum Newenhoff is allegedly to be signed by Celtic and then loaned Ooh. back to Western what? Sydney Wanderers. What? That is the rumour. That's caught me by surprise. Oh, looks like someone didn't very... read the Google Doc. That's mm. very from left field. Do we like this, boys? Do we like this for Callum Newenhoff? That is left field. I think it is a suitable move. Suitable? I think he is a very good player. Understands the game. Reads the game very well. Only 21. Has a lot of upside. Yeah. And is a future soccer route. Alright, there you go. I like it. It says already. We, we, we're liking what else do you need? <laughs> we're liking, yeah, we're liking the potential move. has already been updated. <laughs> I know, but th- that hasn't, like, the move actually hasn't happened yet. That's oh, just yeah, someone no. someone on Wikipedia has gotten a little bit too excitable there, I think. Yeah. I'll just but, uh, add a need citation next well, to that. <laughs> to be fair, like, the, the more players we have at big clubs, I've said it before, the better it is for Australian That's football. it, mate. And it's it's good to see Ange um, doing his due diligence and picking up a, yes. a talent in the yes. world, isn't it? His first ever A-League transfer. First ever A-League transfer. That, that's kind of... I didn't know that. That's an interesting stat. Ange, get amongst it. I love it. And and the other big rumour that's uh, come to light is that Nico D'Agostino could Ooh. be going to Norway. Norway! <laughs> oh! Damo! <laughs> Well, you really you had that you had that one lined up, did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you like that one. Yeah. All right, Damo. I don't watch any games, but I just threw that in the run sheet, and I've got a great hunt for you guys. <laughs> oh shit, oh, uh, Damo! Yeah. My second bit Bernie question of the night is a move to the Norwegian Premier Division, the right one for D'Agostino. Uh, any move that is not in the A League at the moment. He's a good one. That's brutal, but fair enough. It is brutal, but it's fair enough. Like if um, we've we've all seen it. We've seen the league come crumbling down in the last month or so, and I think players themselves need to start thinking. Well, 
if I've only got this short career, then I'll really need to make the most of it. In Norway. Can I get the most out of myself in the A-League? Or do I have to go overseas and prove myself and then see where the journey takes me? And I think that is very much the case of Nicholas D'Agostino. Could be off playing for Viking FC. He looks like a bit of a yes, Viking. along with uh, Johnny Stensners. Who? Johnny Stensners. Ah, good player. Well, soccer uh, Really? Yes. Oh, there you go. I had no idea. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so I, two soccer roos at Viking FC at the moment. Yeah, right. Oh, there you go. Oh, I like Degestino it. Stenzness. Stens- 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 what is? Oh, I used to play for Central. Oh, yes. Yes, lad. Centre back, twenty three years old yeah, from yes, Brisbane. Man. I like it. They're only like they're, they're only signing Queenslanders over there in Viking right, FC. Yes. I like hell's yeah. Oh, not bad. There you go, Yanni Stensnes. Shout out. Um, it's worth noting that Viking came third last season in the Norwegian yes, Premier yeah, League. They're doing a lot worse this season. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> well, uh, Dico D'Agostino will be the solution to that, mate. So yes, <laughs> exactly. He'll score ten goals. What is it with you and and <laughs> claiming daggers will just score ten goals in whichever goddamn competition ten he plays goals, for? Ten goals, man. Just ten goals. He is a ten goal man. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. But you know, in theory, there's a chance, like there's a possibility for European football, which would be really nice to see. No, exactly, and that's that's the that's the cherry that everyone. Yeah. Obviously, he wants to go overseas to play for. That's it, mate. Sorry, fellas. This is Sky doing real estate photo shoots. And, like, each time the flash goes off, I feel like there's, like, lightning. But settle down, mate. We know you're going to put that thing on for, like, 700 a week. Settle down. Bloody hell. You're getting riled up about all sorts of things today, Nicholas. Far out. Oh, God. Perhaps in more... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Impactful news. We have had a confirmed transfer. Ooh. Bit of a name, Shane Smeltz. Smeltzy. He's gone to Geisley AFC in the seventh tier of English football. <laughs> he's 41 years old, Smeltzy. He's, he's doing well for himself, isn't he? How long yeah. until they play? How long until he gets a transfer to Hashtag United? <laughs> oh, mate, I love it. Well, it's, uh, it's. It was only a matter of time. His form for the Gold Coast Knights oh. was simply... Scintillating? Scintillating. Yeah. Oh, Mink and head in a goal. One of the most famous goals of all time. That's that exactly goal against right. Italy at the World Cup. Legendary. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Chris Wood before Chris Wood was cool. Yes, uh, but some other, some other news quick hits, boys. Uh, we've had more than half a million tickets officially have been sold to the Women's World Cup. All of us will be going as well, so get behind yes. it. It's going to be great next year. August 20th. Sorry, this year, I should say, because it's now 2023. Absolutely going to be cheering on, hopefully, the uh, the Matildas there as they get a dub. That's it, mate. We've had Aziz Bayic be All named right. in the uh, AFC Team of the Year 2022. Yes. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty good indeed. So names like uh, Takumi Minamino and Son uh, Hyung Min uh, and Mehdi Taremi, some very talented players in that uh, team. Yes, yes, yes. Very good indeed. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. 
Zlatko Dalic is in town. The Croatian manager. Yes. He's going to be meeting with the Sydney... Is it, oh, Sydney United, is no, it? No, he's coming to... Was he going to Melbourne Knights? He's doing Melbourne Knights and Sydney United. He's doing oh, a sit-down well, at both. Go. He's going to watch a couple of training sessions and, and poach any of he's the Croatian Australians some, who are good. Take some young Aussie Croats. Exactly. You know, back to Croatia. I know, yeah. um, I know someone's... i got a high school mate. His brother plays for... Um, his younger brother's in the, one of the Croatian clubs in their youth setup. They're, oh, yeah. they're both they're both and um, Oscar. Oscar, yeah. So tell if he sees Josip Simic to hold up a few a uh, few yellow cards there, just for the good old memories. That's it. All three of them. <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> and then the last two news stories I want to hit on before we finish up here, boys. We had a bit more fallout from the APL's decision to move the final to Sydney and that all of the reps from every single uh, active supporter base had a chat with the APL and basically the result they came to was that they're going to set up a fan commission or like a fan committee uh, at the end of this season. I just want you guys, you guys' thoughts, like do we think that that's a good solution to kind of have a bit more, bit more vocal, more of a vocal input from the fans? Nah. Like, at the end of the day, like, it's just APL. APL's a private company. They, they're governed by their own rules, and it's up to, I guess, like, it's in their best interest to engage the fans, like, from a financial perspective, but they're not bound by the fans. So it's really just posturing just to make them sound like they're doing their yeah. corporate due diligence, you know, to make the, I most, agree. To make the most money for them. And we, I think the APL should make money because if without them making money, then the league doesn't exist. Simple as that. Yeah, uh, that's it. Uh, but, yeah. I didn't say that. It's, but if you, think, if you think this is going to be like... It, it's just a consult and like like all consults they don't have to take on the opinions of, of the people they consulted they can just you know they could just put it in a nice little, they'll just use their the con, they'll probably just use a uh, like a they'll have like a shot of like the consult happening and play some uh, soft and funny soft and light hearted music over it when they explain why they sold the grand final to Sydney for so, so you think it's, it's you think it's kind of um, token you never know, I guess, unless you're in those meetings. We won't, and maybe we won't know until we see some results. But yeah, it's probably like, it's probably they could call it a consult, but it's likely going to be like the APL explaining what they're doing, and like they're going to like probably give a prezzo and say, "Nah, that's it." Like, it's not going to be like, "What do you guys want to see?" It's going to be like, "This is what we've already come with, and we're consulting you." Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I, w- I wanted to ask you, which um, which of the active supporter groups do you always think has the best name? The bullpen? No, no, no. <laughs> no, not the bullpen? No, what, whatever the Newcastle one is. Novocastrian. Nova, Nova Scotia. What people in Newcastle are called, right? It's like New- That's like Melbourneian, you know, isn't it? It's like... Yes. Yeah. It's very creative. Oh, I like, I like Cove. Like, it's simple. Because, like, yeah, the Sydney Cove, you know, like... Isn't it uh, Terra Novocastria or something? It's the Squadron. Oh, yeah, the, the Squadron. <laughs> the, the Squadron. 
<laughs> oh gosh. No, we got nothing. We'll ever beat the peak day anyway. from back in the day. No. Let's be honest. The yeah, dead yeah, night. Dead. Simple, simple, Red and black block. The worst. The worst yeah. is easily. Uh, well, now the funk, but the worst is easily old style Melbourne. Not not to funk. They they they're still they're still functioning. They've. I think that's still a faction. Yeah right. The the northern northern terrace. Terrace yeah it's the one. The northern terrace. The northern terrace versus the city terrace. Yeah fever. Oh yeah. The red army goes right. What's the Western United United one? Western United called. Western United is called Western Service Crew. I don't like oh, this one. That is terrible. What, what's the Glories called? Glories is the shed, isn't and it? And on that note... Glory is the shed, right? The shed. Yeah, the shed. Just like, that's just proper football, bruv. Oh, we <laughs> supporter group. Well, we're sitting in a shed. <laughs> so... Oh, you're the shed, bruv. Okay. Uh, well, very, very last one here. I uh, know Damo's tired. <laughs> he's had a long day of work. He's been he's been making chips all day. Oh, so uh, right. Channel Ten uh, in the shits. No one watches any of their yeah. shows. It's all garbage. And there's rumours that they could be bidding Paramount Plus because again, no one thinks it's good. It is good. garbage. It is garbage. Yes. Now, in the unlikely event that Channel Ten cease to they, they let they let go of the A League broadcast rights, Nick, my final burning question of the um, night to you: scorched. Where would you like to see the A League rights go? Well, it's a, it's a de- delicate balancing act because I feel like the A-League needs a broadcasting platform that respects them and wants to give them all the money in terms of a deal, but also the exposure. Fox Sports probably paid more money than Paramount Plus without doing my research, but they're definitely on the programming. They definitely got squished to the bottom. And I'd argue that Fox Sports were actively supporting the downfall of like we're actively driving league numbers down by you know mm. overly promoting footy cricket and nrl and giving and by limiting the exposure so much but also right. at the same time for football fans we need something that's on a streaming platform that isn't so exclusive uh paramount plus have tried and failed uh multiple sports now outside of the a-league to get some more sports services AFL, probably the most notable, and I think it was the cricket they had a shot at recently. Uh, both didn't get up. I think what I think A-League's best chance is on a streaming service. I don't think yeah. they should go back to pay TV. Uh, free-to-air is not viable because uh, no free-to-air station will accommodate unless they go on like a free streaming service, like a 7 Plus or a channel, whatever the Channel 9 equivalent is, or 10 Play. Mm. SBS iView, mate. SBS, yeah, SBS On Demand. Uh, That's right, sorry, it's ABC iView, and yet not yet, my bad, my bad. I believe uh, I'd say a fair shout would be Stan Sport. Stan Sport? Stan Sport, yeah. Oh! I think it would be a fair shout, if you ask me. Stan Sport's got... uh, The Super Rugby. It's it's got it's got it's got a boutique range. It's got super it's rugby. A boutique range. Uh, and you know they're both equally matched. It's not like it's not like uh, you know the super rugby is like the super rugby does compete for grounds, but it's not at and viewers, but it's not at war. It's not it's not the same threat to the A League as the NRL. As well, yeah. Stan Sport has uh, quite a few tennis tournaments, including Wimbledon and Roland Garros. So I'm not sure on the rest. Uh, it also has. Uh, it also has the Champions League and the UEFA competition, so it's already that it service does, yeah. that football fans would have on handy. And also an important factor is that 
it's affiliated with Channel 9, uh, so if they wish, they could incorporate a free-to-air game on one of their secondary channels. Although I think it's gonna, I think A-League's got little to no chance of that not happening because I don't think even the Super Rugby has a free-to-air game, and that's arguably a bigger competition than the A-League. Disagree. No one watches the Super Rugby. Yeah, at no. All. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe, but they can't even get themselves a free-to-air game, so I doubt Channel Nine would give it to the A-League. My only caution is that I don't trust Channel Nine as a platform to promote the game and stand sport. I just have it. Uh, you know, just Channel Nine gives me a bad, bad vibe to stop. But putting <laughs> that to like, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the channel full stop. Like, I don't like the tennis yeah, on it. For example, the cricket I did like because it was legacy. But I'm not too sure if I even want to see the cricket go back to Channel Nine. Uh, what concerns me about Channel 9 for the A-League is that Channel 9, more in particular, a known, um, known broadcasting corporation to shoot down uh, the A-League. And I guess, right. you know, they have been active in the past on uh, belittling the A-League and, you know, doing hit pieces, most famous, you know. You know, the, was it Rebecca Wilson's, you know, story on, you know, Rebecca Wilson, and another thing I didn't consider when I started answering this question was that 10 minutes ago 10 minutes <laughs> no, keep going wrap it up bud oh mate there's no chest armor on the four man wall Damn, was <laughs> gonna go to sleep he's tired they had the NRL rights that might be a bit of a conflict of interest but A-League Fox Sports had NRL rights too so it can't be that bad but I think it would be a good shout I don't I think there would be it would be a better streaming service than the comparable one which is Optus uh, oh, God. Cons, but I think I think if you can get a free-to-air game out of like a Stan Sport and Channel 9 agreement compared to a Optus which would be ex- exclusively online mm. or maybe an Optus and SBS like how it worked in the World Cup uh, I think either, that that's the level of streaming service that A-League should go for definitely should stay away from KO and Fox Sports uh, because I don't think it would get any like the one good thing about Paramount Plus is that they have it's Channel 10's like real own sporting product. So even if they don't put too much money in, they kind of give it some thought, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I get you. I like that. I like that idea. What a little bit, little bit of it. It's interesting. Not a forever home. It's interesting. It's creative. It's one it's. Day. I like where you're going with that. All right. Well, with that, I think we'll probably wrap things up here, boys. It's been a long episode, but it's been good at the same time. I think it's been fun. Hope you boys have had fun as well. Dark and scary. Of course. It's always good. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. There's been a bit of a spike in viewers recently. So oh. exciting times ahead for the four-man wall. This will be the well, last... There's no doubt because the quality is absolutely on point. We shouldn't try and make it big in Italy with, um, your, with our Italian prowess, you, your knowledge of the Italian language. That's it, over. mate. We can use it as a oh, way of so- teaching... We should use this podcast as a way of teaching... Uh, English and more in particular the Australian way of speaking English. <laughs> That's exactly it, mate. That's exactly it. Uh, you know, Napoli, sempre. Uh, how about, secondo me, il nuovo camicia di Napoli. Far out. This is ridiculous. Garbaggio. I lost control of this podcast about half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, 20 just, minutes ago. <laughs> this has just gone off the rails at this point. Um, um, no, enough, 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 enough Italian. God's sake. Uh, there will be a bit of a break because I'm going on holiday. Oh. 
and I have no interest. I, I, I won't be betting any podcasts while I'm on holiday, so we'll probably miss the next round of fixtures. But we'll be back yeah, in a shot. couple of weeks. I also have, I have been summoned. Oh, jury duty! I have been summoned. No. Do they have juries out in Shepparton? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. So is it a Shep jury? Or is it you yeah. coming to the city? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just a Shep one. Yeah. Oh, well, you're already at an unfair advantage because there's only like so many people to fill the Shep jury. That's right. Oh, Fantastic. I'm hoping, I don't think, I don't think my parents, you know, been on the electoral roll for about. Don't go on a fucking tangent about the electoral roll. Do not. You can just cut this out in post. Okay, so we'll have we'll have a bit of a break, but we'll come back soon. You can check us out on Instagram and on the website onlinehubmedia.com. You can go listen to Rear of the Grid, our sister podcast as well. Uh, lads, take care. Be good. This has been the Four Man Wall. Thank you all. Roads of uh, Marupna and Tatura when Messi was probably lifting the trophy. So uh, you were driving through the, the hinterlands, the hinterlands of the the orchard uh, strewn landscape. <laughs>